Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So, good news, everyone. Good news. We have a new podcast episode. Yep. It's right here. It's happening. <laughs> I'm Phil. Hello. And the I'm right Dick. next to me is, uh, well, farther away from me is the illustrious Master Jake. Master Jake. The illustrious Master. Master. Master Jake. Uh, yes, Master. 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 Master, master. So, so what's up? Well, uh, we decided to make a new podcast episode because we won't be here for the next, I don't know, until mid of August. And when we get back, it's not like we're going to start another episode really quickly. So exactly. I figured we just, uh, you know, start a, start a new episode right now and uh, just have one there just uh, for just, just so it just so it just remains fresh, doesn't get stale. This is Got to restock. This is the restock. Restocking podcast. That's what we do. Uh, I was going to say, this is the summer... Summer. The L summer episode. Lazy summer. L summer. Lazy. <laughs> lazy. The lazy era and the lazy summer episode. Well, yeah, like we're going to we're gonna turn on the air conditioning. We're going to get it gets hot. Who cares about so audio quality? Hot. Audio quality can Look, I'm moving my microphone. Die. I don't care. I'm moving, huh? my, I'm moving my microphone. I don't it's care. It's good. It doesn't matter. I don't yep. care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on a little drawing application and cool. start drawing. Yeah. I got to do some computer stuff. Yeah. What are you doing, Jacob? What are you doing on your computer stuff? Well, I'm just backing up my computer. Got to do backups, you know? Why would you do backups? Why wouldn't you do backups? That is the correct <laughs> question. I'm bro into the Mac store once to get my Mac fixed in Indianapolis. And I, and I called the guy on the phone. I remember that I was outside with my cell phone making an really? appointment. And I remember talking to the Apple guy at the Apple store. The, um, what do they call them? Apple outlets? Nope. They call them the, yeah, Apple stores. I, I outlet. I outlet. Well, they, they stopped the I. They dropped the I. Oh, well, they keep it still for iPod and stuff. Oh, do they? Well, because I thought Yeah, like iMac and things like that. And so I was calling the guy. And I was outside. I remember I was making an appointment. And I told him my name. told my last name. Last name's always a bit difficult, dragish. He's like, oh, what is that again? I'm like, oh, D-R-A-G-A-S-H. Like, oh, okay, got that. He's like, what's your email? Gmail.com. Ah! Oh, crap. No, I'm not supposed to say that. Now everyone knows my email. I'll, I'll, I'll censor okay, it. Censor even it. though, censor. <laughs> knowing me. No, Philip, don't. Because I don't want to. Uh, I don't email, want fans. I don't want the fans. The secrecy of the email. So it's like Tim's little kerfuffle the only that thing. happened. It's like, the email thing is like, I don't care. Like You can, I don't know, add me on Facebook or something. But Tim's kerfuffle that happened last what, week, this week. Now well, I'm going to make a note of this because I'll forget. You, you know, know the kerfuffle. It. What's the kerfuffle? The kerfuffle. He didn't. He didn't want. You know. He didn't want exposure. Which one? For which one? Oh, uh, you know. The, the, oh yeah. The, well, the Facebook incident. That's okay. Of July 2015. We're really close to. Um, okay. Let me make sure. Anyway, I was talking to the guy. By the way, we don't have any topics. We're just rambling. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. Just um, making sure everybody. Well, that's part of my story. That's going to be gone. Uh, so I was talking to the guy. I made an appointment. And I went to the Apple store. So my computer, this is an exciting story, by the way. My computer um, blacked out. It just, my something happened where I couldn't turn it on anymore. What? And, Don't but do you know what say. happened, actually? Was that I had a USB dongle, Johnny dongle, a USB hub, if you would. And uh, I had plugged that into the electricity. And then I plugged the USB hub into my computer. And guess what happened? Oh, yeah. Black screen. So I was scared. I didn't know what to do. And I talked to our uncle, and he was like, go to the Mac store. They'll fix it for you. Mm, they'll, they'll Mac it up. Yeah. And he's like, he said, but don't tell them. 
that you plug in the USB hub. Oh, he I knows. Was like, I was like, ah, good one. I would have told them. So I went to the Mac store, waiting in line. It was kind of weird because I had to. I held my computer in my hand, like in my like a child, like a child, like a mother cradling its dead child. And I was waiting in line. There was a nice screen, two screens actually, and they had a list of names of people waiting in line. There was my name, list of right there, and my email. No, I'm just kidding. My email wasn't there. My name was there. Like uh, Jake uh, Dragosh. It was it Dragosh? I don't remember what it was. Like. <laughs> Something like that. Maybe just Jake. They're you know casual. Like Wooly always says from the best friends, Phil Dragash. Dragash. Well, that's better than Dragash. Okay. I think. I don't know. You think Dragash is better? Dragash. Anyway, um, it casual. Jake, you there? Okay, cool. Go there. I'm like here. You're like so, Jake. Um, <laughs> he said, so what's going on? What's happening? I'm paraphrasing everything. What's happening here? And I'm this like, is like the uh, interrogation at the beginning of uh, Blade well, Runner. Because the thing is, like, I'm always like, just imagine that with the fans. I'm less scared now, but back then I was just, you know, I didn't. I was, I was afraid if I was doing something wrong. I don't know what to do. And so he said, uh, "Do you have a warranty still for your computer?" I'm like, "I don't know what to say now." Like, I I think I do, but I didn't check. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I got my Mac like a couple months ago." He's like, "All right." Goes, <laughs> goes in his computer, types in, and comes back yeah. and goes. It's kind of weird you said a couple months, because right here it says you had your computer for about eight months. Dun, dun, dun! And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 And it's like, Bastille. why didn't I think, like, who cares? Like, just tell him what, how many months you had it, who cares? You're not going to, like, this is not some kind of interrogation. And he goes, all right, you have eight months, so you still have a couple months left of warranty. We'll, we'll fix it. So what's wrong with your computer? I said, well, and this is my story I made up. I said, Keep going. I said, well, I woke up one morning, wouldn't turn on. Computers wouldn't turn on. I pressed the button, it didn't turn on. Oh, he, he goes, he goes is, is, huh. this, is this lie going to fly? But this is the funny thing. The guy, I think that the guy probably kind of knew I was kind of telling some kind of story because he was like, hmm, wouldn't turn on. Hmm. Well, let me take it out back. And he went to his little warehouse place and he brought it back. He's like, hmm. And he plugs in, they always plug in this hard drive for some reason. The Mac stores, this little orange hard drive to plug it into the computer. And he's like, pressing some buttons. He's like, well, it's not turning on. He goes, well, we're going to have to send it out to um, to the uh, you know the factory to get it fixed. And he said, it's probably the logic board that, that got fried. Oh, yeah. which The uh, logic board, which to, is to motherboard. To us PC people over the, yeah. Yeah, over the pond, it's a motherboard. There's a special name they use, the logic board. And, uh, yeah, it was, for some reason I was so nervous. And I was, and he gave this paper, and you're like, bunch of legal <laughs> text, just like a giant block of legal text in the bottom is just one line, you know, sign your name. <laughs> and it said, you know, total zero dollars and zero cents. Awesome. And I was like, oh, is this a trick? No, no, I knew it was it's fine because it's a one year warranty. Sign my name, boom. And he said, well, you know, it'll be done in a week or something. I'm like, okay, whew. That's, that's done for now. And then I remember like a day before I went to go pick it up. Remember we went with Drew to Keystone Mall? Drew Vosberg? Drew, Drew, our conspirator Vosberg? Yep. The mm-hmm. Keystone Mall in Indianapolis, which is basically. Almost no one goes there, and it's just posh stores. Yeah, but Remember it's that? posh. It's so but the posh. Apple store is there. Felt like we were in, you know. It was clean, pristine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember the day before we went there, I was thinking, wait, and I started Googling. I was thinking, I didn't back up my computer. I thought, wait a second. Because the guy at the Mac store said, so Dick, do you make backups? <laughs> and I was like, uh, kind of. <laughs> Meaning, no. <laughs> and he said, well, he goes, usually it's best to back up your computer, but it's, I think it should be fine. Not the most reassuring thing you could have told. And then the day before, I called. I actually called Apple's phone number. I called their support. And I said, 
hi, yeah, I was just wondering, and I gave her my name, and I told her what I went in for and all that stuff, my little number, and I said, I was wondering, do you guys wipe hard drives when we when I take when you take a computer into service? And she's like, yep, standard procedure. Standard procedure, we wipe the drive. Standard <laughs> procedure. And I went, because <laughs> everything was there, everything. I never like, backed it up. air conditioner on? Yeah. And then I was really scared. The lady told me. The lady told me on the phone. And so he went the next day with Drew, went to the mall, picked it up. The guy brought it in. I wonder if it was even like in some kind of box. No, it wasn't. I think it was just the computer. The computer was some kind of paper on top. Got it in, and then when we got home, I turned it on. Everything was there. A miracle. What a story. <laughs> a miracle. <laughs> That's the punchline. Everything was okay. It's not a punchline, it's a story. Because you know, you, you know, maybe they wiped everything dun, 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 when you're listening to the story. Dun, 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 bro, but then I was thinking about it. I didn't have a password, so maybe they opened up like, ha, look at that wallpaper. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> look at all those that. racist remarks he has on his yep, computer. All the racist remarks. What a racist. What a racist. And um, that was it. That was my um, my story. <laughs> Yeah, and the next time I went to the Apple store, yeah, my warranty was up, but my computer had this screen of death, which was basically what? inverted colors if you move the monitor a little bit. Well, that you 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 have the screen of death even now. No, I mean that's on your computer. That's on my new computer. That's your right, new quote unquote computer. Um, yeah, that that's a more boring story. But I remember <laughs> I went to the Mac store with uh, my wallpaper. I, th- I thought you were going to say my wife. My wife. <laughs> uh, my secret wife. I went. Th- my wallpaper was, I thought it was clever, and I put the Windows XP background. I thought I was such a clever oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then what happened? Nothing. I just brought it up, and I turned it on. He was like, well, and he was looking at the thing, and I was like, this, this is wiggling, and showing the screen. He's like, uh, huh, huh. And the guy was pressing his finger against the monitor, just pressing it all the time to make the thing go inverted colors. And he was like, just pressing it. It's like, see, it's broken. Mm-hmm. pressing is like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm afraid that that connection there right there that connection touching it bong, 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 bong. is broken just give me and some sound said, effects for you unfortunately your warranty is up oh so this was how many months later this is like I think maybe half a year later maybe a year later yeah well that's that explains things he said, well we can get you an Apple certified certified uh, fixer upper and then you ran away <laughs> I ran away I took the laptop no <laughs> 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 It was like 400 bucks or something to fix that, which yeah. we didn't get fixed, but it was you know, expensive. He was like, you take it to the specialist, $400, just $400. No, I don't want your specialist. I should be like, you <laughs> should pay that for pressing my monitor 50 million times. <laughs> Why don't you pay half? Let's strike a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Genius. Uh, yeah, and I right, didn't cool, get that man. fixed. Sweet, dude. Those are my two Apple stor- stories. They're great stories. I'm Aren't glad they? we got to hear them. Yeah, they're very interesting. But I remember, I remember that was... So that I'm was drinking something. this ginger ale. Okay. It makes my voice smooth. Really? And, uh, you know, very rough. Um, not no, smooth and rough. You know, oxymoron there. But, uh, so smooth I got this. So I got this ginger ale just, you know, yesterday at the local store, okay. which uh, in Europe they call Lidl, right? Yep. Everybody knows about Lidl that live in Europe or visited is, Europe. It's German, I think. It's German. It sounds like a German thing. I Lidl. thought it was Let British because it's in England. You think it's, you think it's British? Knows? No. Ready? Go for it, man. I'm just drawing. There it is. 
Founder Dieter Schwarz. Ah yes, that that is that is a German name. Neckarsulm. <laughs> What's that? Baden, Another planet Baden, somewhere in wait, Baden Württemberg. <laughs> Württemberg. Württemberg. Germany. Württemberg. Yep. Revenue sixty three billion euros. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> So like they wrote here Euro, even though I think it's cooler when you say Euros. Plural. Yeah, I like Euros better. Both are officially accepted, but I think Euros sounds better. Because, I mean, you're not going to say $50. Any $50, please? 50 pound? 50 pound? Well, yeah, maybe 50 pound. pound. Though I like, though, in the British, I like that you can say £2.50. That sounds cool. £2.50. Like, but, they, so but, they, but they're like two quid. Two quid, yeah. Quid is also cool. But think about that. £2.50. You can't say $2.50. That's weird. You say $2.50. Well, maybe you can in like southern places. Like two dollar fifty. That'd maybe. be two dollar fifty. Maybe I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong. Anyway, your <sighs> apple juice? No. Uh, it's ginger ale, my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. Ginger ale is quite different from apple juice, as everybody in a civilized world knows. Which country do you think has the most Lidl's apart from Germany? You'll um, never guess. England. Nope, not even close. Oh, not even close. Kenya. Yes. No. Oh, you see, the president went to Kenya. That's right. That's right. Just now. It's like today. We're like, my fellow Americans. I mean, Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's France. Yeah, well, you know. I don't speak French. And the second highest is, is the UK. Is UK. I live in UK. I live in UK. Do you live in UK? I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, look at this, Philip. Little plans. 100 new supermarkets in the United States in 2018. So the little, the little. Um, That'll be ten years since uh, Obama's election. Wow, you're right. No, yeah, well, yeah, but he'll, he'll be gone by then. Well, of course he'll be gone. 2016, Sorry. Russia. 2020. Uh, well, anyway. Um, yeah, go ahead. What else can I say today? I mean, today is just this kind of day, you know. I mean, this is just telling stories, sitting around, hanging out, and I'm glad you. you I hope you missed, you know, my 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 voice. <laughs> my voice. Yep. And. Um, yeah, I think you're you're sweating there, Jacob. I see you wiping your your brow. No, I was just like. Oh well, I'm I'm sweating. Remarks, uh, you so know, there's just... already some sweat trickling down my back. Really? Well, you're, yeah. you're the sweatman. Well, I'm I'm right next to these three monitors. Let's talk about Phil's sweat problems. No, let's not talk about my sweat problems. Okay, we we were talk talking about, about deodorant that last time, and I don't want to repeat such it's funny such. Though. But they're real life problems. No one talks about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do. They totally real do. Life problems. Email us at, uh, what was it? Lord By the way, we missed an email. Really? From Danny. Danny. Yep. Danny we missed Fanta. an email from Danny who wanted Tim to read something because remember Tim said he Well, good luck with that. He's letters. gone. Tim's dead. I know he's gone now, but back then he wasn't gone. Okay. And we missed that email. And Danny told me. I thought, I thought you get the emails forwarded to you. Should I? Um, <laughs> I thought I got the email forwarded too. Hey. Well, it's gone now. What can I do? It's gone. Sorry about that, Danny. Danny. I'm sorry, Danny. Danny. Do you perhaps know Lisa and Johnny? Right, so and Mark. Hey, you know what's weird? Mark never talked to Danny, did he? No, he did. He did. Did he? In the room. What is the room? Sorry, we're again on this room thing. We uh, had the opportunity to go to Timmy's place. You know our. Yep. Man, I'm drawing horrible hands today. Our cousin. Our cousin. Um, and you know. Uh, we hung out, it was a great time, and then we watched The Room, and that's like the big event that happened. But we also watched this other thing called the documentary, The Death of Superman Lives. That's right, we did. What happened? Well, this is an interesting documentary, and it just came out. 
while we were looking for it because it's Amazing. such great luck because I would I knew about the Kickstarter way back. Yep. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this because I want to know about, you know, Superman Lives. And as if every, anyone is uninformed about this, Superman Lives was a 90s movie uh, that, that where Warner Brothers wanted to reinvigorate the Superman franchise. That's right. Well, series, you know, I don't like saying franchise, but in this case, eh, you know. It is a franchise. I mean, they were working on Batman Forever, and they were getting, you know, Batman and Robin and stuff like that. So, you know, they're franchising it up. But um, the biggest interest uh, about this was it was directed by Tim Burton, as everybody knows. Everybody who knows comic books and stuff like that, they know about that. And, of course, Kevin Smith's very amusing story, which we can probably link, uh, where he can he talks to oh, the producer. Amazing. Oh, man, we got to remember the producer. If I remember talk about. I What's remember. his name? John Peters. John Peters. Let me what? just double check okay. really quick because... What a character that Joel we're Peters! Ta- we're probably going to get this wrong completely. And I knew about and this for such a long time. we are... No. Yes. Is that him? Looks totally different. Does this sound right? Uh, produced Superman Returns, Batman mm-hmm. 1989, yep. Steel. Yep. That's him. His mm-hmm. photo looks totally different than the one we saw in the... Yep, John Peters. What a character. I love it. Okay, so the so the documentary itself uh, talks about what happened to Superman Lives, which is supposed to be this movie where Superman comes back from the dead, resurrects, and it's Nick Nicholas Cage, and um, when he fights Brainiac, and yeah, well, one thing I thought they could have done Day at the beginning. And the one thing that I thought that was a little bit missing in the documentary was. Not, Did I say it was directed by Tim Burton? Because Tim Burton was attached, and not uh, to go negative, but just like it was a little bit difficult to. Um, to get a sense of what the plot of the movie was. Oh yeah, well yeah, but other they than that, yeah. But maybe um, the focus. The, the wasn't documentary so much. itself, I wouldn't really rate as something that was like very, like um, tightly knit. Yeah, but I mean, but the, the whole I point, loved watching the whole it. Point was yeah. the content and yeah, the information. Yeah, for me, I'm not the... in it when I watch documentaries. I'm not really in it to. <laughs> not really in it to look at the quality of the filmmaking. Okay. I'm just here to hear the information told in a consistent manner, and that's what it did. And it was well, great, I mean, like, and it was fun to watch. The best documentaries are the ones where you forget you're watching a documentary. That's, in my opinion, the rule of thumb. Well, the best movies are the ones that you forget you're watching exactly. a movie. Exactly. Um, but no, I didn't, I didn't feel too much like I was watching a documentary here for the most part. All right. Well, for me, but I just felt like it was a little clunky on the sides, and, the, bit, yeah. and some of the lighting wasn't that great. But it doesn't matter because for me, it's just the content yeah, that matters. That and I thing, loved really. watching Death of Superman Returns. We got to see so much, so much backstory about how this movie never happened, and it's mm-hmm. so funny how Warner Brothers never really capitalized on that. They could have easily made a documentary with the same filmmakers. It seems like when yeah, something comes work. out, it's like, who cares? It's done. And don't even talk about it again. Yeah, which yeah. is unfortunate. But yeah, it was really interesting. Well, and I didn't know Tim Burton. Yeah. Actually liked it so much. Me, me neither. I thought it was. More I think it's like, a, oh, don't tell me about this. Oh, well, it's just can't. <laughs> yeah. But he was. He was into it. Yeah, he was still. He was still like, oh man, still gonna make it. <laughs> that was cool though. That was very interesting. Very interesting indeed. So anyway, if anybody wants to know about that, go check that out. It's a uh, Death of Superman Lives. What happened? All kinds of crazy information in there, especially if you saw all these Nicolas Cage photos of him with the Superman suit. Yeah. And uh, what was revealed we was, was... We thought it was fake. I thought it was fake, yeah. Remember, we saw that whatever post. Mm-hmm. And if you know, if you've seen the photo of Nicolas Cage wearing the Superman costume... But there's so many different Superman costumes. So many different ones. Uh, it looks like his head was pasted on a Yeah, because toy throughout figure. the film that was proposed, yeah. that was going to be made, was that he starts out with the classic Superman outfit, and it's Nicolas Cage fighting Doomsday, dies... Then resurrects and, and then has this 
uh, suit that resurrects with him, sort of like re uh, like a bio. Yeah, and that and that was a rainbow resurgence. suit. If anybody saw that, and then later on he gets the black suit and the all dark that kind suit. of stuff. So that makes sense. And we were all thinking, oh, Tim Burton is just making a black Superman. But no, <laughs> not black suit a black Superman. Superman. Yeah. Although you know the best black Superman, Sam Jackson. Was it Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne. I always get those two confused. No, yeah, I know you don't. You, you little rascal. Yeah. Ah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Lawrence Fishburne. I drew a picture of Lawrence Fishburne. What do you mean, Lawrence Fishburne? He was never in. Oh, he was in Man of Steel. Yeah, but I drew a picture of Lawrence Fishburne as Superman because I was like, that's the best Superman oh, yeah. ever. And what then he, and then he's in Lawrence Man of Steel. Fishburne was Superman. Be great. He would, pull it off. he would pull it off because he's a good actor. Yeah, but it would be a little strange because he's a little. He's a little his head is a little bit, you know. Or like it's kind of square shaped. Yeah, it's kind of weird to see. Plus, he's like what sixty or something? No, fifty. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. But this is the thing: why don't they just do alternate stuff? Like, I think that there's so many of these superhero what? movies. Well, they already things, did that. I don't they really do care that about them. So why don't they do awesome like alternate crazy stuff? Like, well, Superman, Lawrence Fishburne's like, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? Superman, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, but I'm saying like Lawrence Fishburne wouldn't be the quintessential. Superman. Like, no. Nicolas, Nicolas Cage could still be like, he is the Superman. Oh, okay. But with Lawrence Fishburne, like, oh, it's, he's a Superman. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. Let's you do know? it. You know, they did that, right? With like, Spider Man. Don't make him Clark Kent. Spider Man. Perfect. You know, make him like, you know. Well, he turns white. No, no, no. Like, make his character <laughs> a different name. Like, the backstory is oh, similar, yeah. but it's like, imagine just a little Man, bit of Jacob, universe. Comic book fans will hate you. Why? Because they're little babies. They're little babies. They're little babies. No, seriously, just do all kinds of all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? That's a good idea. I, the I'm key all is for changing this. the name. Remember how they changed Super uh, Spider Man to be Puerto Rican or something? What was that? Remember yeah, yeah, but that's a different. That, but that's a different guy. I know. Oh, it is. That's fine then. That's good. I'm fine with that because it changed the name. If it was Peter Parker, then it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Change the name, and you can do anything you want. That's what they did. Yeah, and then yeah. there's like like in the new you can, you can the, call him Super Duper Man. <laughs> well, they have like Superboy and Supergirl and Crypto. Yep, the Superdog. Oh, you mean all those terrible characters from the, uh, <laughs> all the terrible characters? Well, the you know, lives. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Superman, uh, Death Superman. Oh man, we're back in comic books again. It's so funny how we talk Why about we comic do, book we stuff. We never talk about comic books ever, and but we never read life. them. We never read them. We never talk about them in real. Life. We never talk about them in real life until we start Superman talking. Here, about, yeah. So it. anyway, st- forget this. Let's just keep going. Okay. Um, it's getting hot, and I'm gonna put the air conditioning on because I don't care. The darn air conditioner. Do the air condition. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So welcome to the quality drop of 2015. Yep. It's going to drop so much because you're going to hear some background noise. There Anytime now. So if you can still hear us, everything should be fine. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. So anyway, Jacob, uh, mm-hmm. I know Yuri Goropa. I think that's yep. how you pronounce his name. You know, a friend of mine. Uh, he listens to the podcast. Uh, hello. Hello. Shout outs to him, um, but uh, out. the problem is that he's gonna—he was probably really bored during right. the comic book talk because he doesn't care about that stuff. Um, That's okay. I don't really care that much either, but I end up talking about it for some stupid reason. Because it's fun. Because you're talking about the potential, like we could make a movie about Superman being Puerto Rican. Yep. Or from you know, Bosnia and Herzegovina. <laughs> Bosnia and Herzegovina. All right. So uh, what I have here, I want to—I want to share this with everybody. Oh yes, this is gonna be gold. Oh yes. Um, let's prime everyone. Let me a just let bit. me just sit back and relax here and tell people about the story times we have here. Okay. So I was looking around the shelf. We have a lot of books on our shelf. Um, I think they help with insulating the sound, isolating, insulating, isolating. Um, and I found this wonderful tour guide pamphlet. Not really a pamphlet. It's like a big hefty magazine. It's like a, no, it's an official, officially sanctioned mm-hmm. tour tourist board of Croatia. 
Yeah. So it's government sanctioned. Like this is, this is like their prime, luring people. You know, to visit Croatia. To visit the and, they, and I think they gave this to us on the border when oh, we really? came back from nice Austria school. or something. And this was a while ago, so I can't tell you about the quality now. But back then, and I think this is like 2005, 2000. Well, I can I can tell you though. Generally, generally this is the case. Yeah. Generally, this is the case, and you will hear what we're talking about in a few moments. <laughs> um, yes. Hold on. Let me get the light up. So what you're about to hear. So what you're about to hear are excerpts from uh, these this this magazine that's showing you all about Croatia. So many nice pictures and photos. Really, both pictures and photos. You know about why you should visit Croatia and all the history in this land. Yep. And uh, I started reading a little bit. <laughs> and um, so, so just remember, this is supposed to be the text to kind of like attract you to go into, to visit hmm. the coast yeah. and the sea. And this is supposed to be like, when you read this, you're like, ah, I should go there. Yeah. And so uh, please, um, you know, indulge us. Yeah, with, I'll, with I'll a, indulge with you with, with, with an excerpt of, of like, people who... Has clearly don't have English as their first language. Right, exactly. This is the whole writing. The whole point. And I was hoping. I was really hoping because I I have such you know I've known of so many different Croatian incidents incidents where you know they start speaking, they start typing things in uh, in English and yep. <laughs> don't do a great job. So anyway, yeah. here we go. Let's go. So uh, explore the land of true differences, where the blue and the green will inspire your soul. And this is somewhere in the coastal region of Istra. So that's like an island around there. Nice name. So the text that... This is Jigab. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready I'm to... I'm ready. Will, to this con- will, this, will this convince you to join, okay. to join the glory of Istra? Let's hear about Istra. Well, Istra. But it says Istria on this one. Well, Istra I think is the English version. Istria is the Okay. Version. So... <clears throat> Whereas the coastlines of Pula, Rovinj, Vrsar, Porec, Novigrad, or Umag might bring to mind heritage, antiquity, and Venice. <laughs> In the central part of Istria, the spirit of Central Europe is instantly discernible. In other words, Istria offers only the sea, sunbathed shores, romantic coves, and tidy parts! Because there's an explanation. Okay, so far, run on sentence. She beckons you to tread and follow the fairyland paths leading to the small medieval towns, crowning the breadths and widths of her hilly landscape. What, what is going on now? I'm already lost. And a sense to at least one of them. Be it Modovun, Grozhnyan, Zavrshie, Opertal, or indeed the smallest town in the world, Hum. And a walk through its narrow, stone-paved streets will become a magical journey through a history that is quite unique. Follow that path from the massive town gate to a bench on the town logia. And then on the church, on the main square, and the bell tower. A view from which Istria will, for a brief moment, shine forth from a different panorama. (laughs) Although they seem to be very similar, each of these tiny medieval towns is a quite individual entity. So, be curious. Peek into doorways. Now <laughs> let's sure do that without asking people permission. Check the, the coats of arms and houses. Grand? Not so grand. 
enter churches and find rest in the cool and quietude of the chapels. Here you will come to understand the popular legends about the diligent fairies who spend the nights building and rebuilding the walls, (laughs) and also about the strigas of bad witches who will ever stir up trouble. So what are we reading, Jacob? Well, apparently it's a story as well. And should you meet anybody in your wanders, feel free to stop them and ask them whatsoever you wish. Oh, anything. Yep. The people hereabouts are kindly and hospitable, and they will gladly tell you the story of Istria. Anyone, Jacob. Anyone. So I can just go up to this old guy and be like, hey, you, tell me. Tell me the story. Well, a land in which even the greatest diversities live in peace and harmony, taking pride in their openness. Hmm. Diversities and openness. So there's some more ravings of Mad Men. Yeah, find, find I a better one. I love this one. This one's great. Okay, this is a big one. Okay, so this is for uh, the islands of Kornati. Okay. And uh, this one says Dalmatia, Shibinik. Set amid uh, the wild beauty of white karstic rock and the azure sea, the Shibinik Aquatorium is a versatile yachting paradise, boasting as many as 240 isles and reefs, each of which holds an interesting feature, or two. Should you want to meet the best-known coral hunters in the Adriatic, set sail for Zlarin, and if it is the place known as the center of sea sponge harvesting you wish to see, then Karpanyi is your destination. On the other hand, however, if you seek an experience like no other, then venture into the open sea and discover Konati Archipelago. And now the quote. Okay. The gods wanted to set a crown upon their work. So on the last day, out of tears, stars, and the breath of the sea, they created Kornati. So wrote George Bernard Shaw, whoever that is, when reminiscing about his breathtakingly beautiful archipelago. Talking about this incomparable creation to nature, the largest group of islands in the Mediterranean, suffice it to say that the number of these stellar tears petrify the sea equals the number of days in a year. Here the saying, an island for each day of the year, really does apply. And of the 365 strikingly beautiful isles, 150 Pokemon form a quite special entity, the Kornati National Park. The sight of the lace-like pattern of island cliffs bleached by the noble salt of the Adriatic. <laughs> this is already... This is already And lashed going. by the fragrance saturated Bora, plummeting into the sea, is one that has no equal anywhere. While at the same time, the mellow tiny ports and hidden beaches are the true paradise of modern-day Robinsons seeking unspoiled nature. Oh, yes, modern-day <laughs> Robinsons. I love these guys. All right, and so we go, we go into... Uh, so we're now we're, we're Robinsons. We're modern-day yes. Robinsons seeking the Fra- salt. And then from the wondrous falls of the river Kirka to Shibanek, Kreshimir city. Who's Kreshimir? Who knows? If you are to follow the fairy tale like paths of the Karstic Empire... So that that wasn't real, because because they're fairy tale. Yeah, these are fairy tales. Of the Kirka River to the sea, you are on the right track to prize price open. P R I S E price, price open, open a door to the most protected natural harbor in the central Adriatic. Pay a price to open and well, price with an S. <laughs> with an S. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh right. And get to know the proud city of Kring Kreshimir, Shibidik, of course. Of course. <laughs> Although along this green route, abounding with the remains of medieval settlements, a wonderful place which provides a habitat for over 222 species of bird and which boasts the only falconry center in Croatia. Whoa. Kirka, the beautiful spills 
of her cool water over no less than seven waterfalls. Ooh, the spills. <laughs> and between the two most beautiful of these, Roshki Slap and Kradinsky Book, human hands have enhanced nature <laughs> with two famous <laughs> buildings. The Orthodox Christian Monastery of the Holy Archangel and Visovats Monastery, like the mythical Avalon, unparalleled in, oh, in its location dear, on dear. a tiny isle set in the middle of the emerald green lake formed by the river Kirka and the castle. So we went from modern day Robinsons to Avalon. Yes. Actually, you know, the, that island looks pretty cool, though. But, uh, but the description, <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Uh, uh, Vesovas Franciscan Monastery houses a valuable library, works of art, and numerous precious items, among which is the sword that once belonged to, can you guess, Jacob? Krasimir. A famous warrior. A famous warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then uh, there's some more ravings. Wait, there was one really good one. Right, here we go. I was just having ancient Robinsons. Did you know that even in the times when arriving to the Adriatic was classed as a real adventure? And when it took almost 24 hours to journey from Western Europe to obtain the first glimpse of our shores? Our shores. Yeah, this guy, this guy is making everyone Croatian. Sea, campers have always somehow been drawn to Croatia? Indeed, their numbers have increased year after on year, year on year. You may be curious as to why Croatia is a country with the longest naturist, not naturalist, no, tradition naturist. in Europe and is a country which is a unique destination for real campers. Well, naturist is correct. Yeah, I know. Okay. Naturalist is... Yeah, that's <laughs> different. Um, from the Cape of Savudria in the north of Istria to Prevlaka in its southernmost part, which ha with as many as 526 camping sites. We counted all of them. Well, By hand. Here are but a few reasons why. Okay, tell us the reasons. Within Croatia's unspoiled natural environment, ah, eighth, eighth national parks, numerous protected areas, landscapes and reserves, the most intended shores, oh, indented shores ah, of indented. the Mediterranean, teeming with islands, isles, cliffs and reefs, sheltered beaches, and covers offering ideal places for true bonding with nature on the Croatian side of the Adriatic. It's a mouthful. <laughs> this guy can just go on and on. Oh, yes. He should oh, write a yes. book. Like, you know, fairy, oh, yes, 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 fairies yes. fairies in Istria. Indeed. And then I'm just going to cap it off with... Okay, uh, let's, do, let's do the final, the finale. Where beauty is nature's second nature. Aww. Aww. When, in the year 305, the Roman Emperor Diocletian, who had under his rule the entire world, known to man at the time, at that time decided to build his leisure time abode in which he intended to spend the rest of his life, he had no doubt as to exactly where to build it. In the very heart of Dalmatia, in the Bay of Aspalathos, which is split, well protected from the sea by the islands of the Split Archipelago, and defended from landward by high mountains, Diocletian entered a special point on the map of the Adriatic, the future city of Split. Whew. <laughs> so this is a bunch so of run-on sentences. It's basically... And lots of periods. Basically, you know, like, open a thesaurus and just... <laughs> Do you, just you like an active holiday? Do you love sailing and diving? And you prefer cycling and sightseeing tours? You love climbing mountains and reaching their peaks 
And you are no stranger to casting off from those peaks. These are a lot of requirements. On the wings of a pra- paraglider? In that case, Croatia is the place for you. So, other than that, no. No. Let me see some. The incredible these. coastal landscape, lovely intended coastline, coast beaches, sheltered pine woods, and small, perfect coastal towns and villages scattered along the mainland coast and other hundreds of islands. Give me a comma! Captivate with their singular character! <laughs> Give me, let me see a little bit of this. This magical book. Oh, that was great. What do you guys think about that? I think How was that? What a story. This is a novel. Did you read this, Freddy? Discover hidden treasures of breathtaking history and unspoiled nature. It's always the unspoiled, unspoiled. nature. Everything's unspoiled. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, read, you read most of these. Man. Okay, ready for this? Tell me what you make, if make this makes any sense to you. Go for it. Their creation based on the flawless version. One more time. Their creation based on the flawless vision of, of better life. Nourished by landscapes of vineyards, olive groves, and wheat fields, they seem to have descended straight from some painting, just like people. People! They experience happy and less happy periods. Some have been preserved and take pride in their continuity over a few thousand years, and have in their prime... Grown, and grown into true metropolises. What? I just- While others were swept away by the Maelstrom's historic turbulence Whoa. and transformed into romantic stage sets in which the sensitive souls of today read their records of times gone by. Chief, I don't. I have no idea what that meant. The title is The Wonder of Vivid Diversities. <laughs> that sounds like a very broad topic to be uh, it is, explaining it is. there. Oh, so that's it. So, so what that's is it? it? What's it called? Croatia? Just this is just Croatia, the Mediterranean as it once was. Oh, it's, it's history. <laughs> it's this a, is a history. It's, it's nothing about fairy tales, Jacob. No ein Märchen, sonst nichts. So, sonst if you want to visit this, just go to Croatia.hr and you can read all kinds of all kinds of ramblings <laughs> no, they, of a they, madman. They have since <laughs> they have no, since updated their their magazine and uh, hopefully, yeah. well, I I hope so too. I know Philip. They do that a lot here. Why do they do that, Jake? Because they're like, I can do this. I know English. Du, 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 du. <laughs> like, why don't they just hire someone who knows English? Who, like Petra? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that'd be perfect. Or you, I guess. You, you're not bad either. Me and Petra can team up. Yeah. The perfect writing get, team. Get money. Exactly. I'll be like, I will not do this unless you pay me $500,000. Yeah, you want Chris to look good, or do you want it to be or like... do you want it to be like... The ramblings <laughs> of vineyards and olive groves. And, and fairy tale paths. Fairy tale paths. With Arthur and legends and Avalon. And, and Robinsons. And Robinsons. What is a Robinson? Robin, you know, like... And Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. Wouldn't Swiss, he, Swiss wouldn't he modern Robinson, Robinson Crusoes, then? Or maybe he meant the Swiss, Swiss family And don't Robinson. forget going to the famous warrior. Oh, yeah. Here lies a famous warrior. A famous warrior who had a sword. Who had a sword! Isn't Not right? an axe. Not a bow. So if you're looking for a... Ambiguous warrior, <laughs> come come down, yeah, and yeah. you can visit some great places. Anyway, it'd be great if they could just you know write a couple sentences. That would, that would suffice, I think. You know, like visit beautiful Dalmatia. It's like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Here's some pictures. They're like, oh, that's perfect. This is old. This yeah. is from the like, 18th. No, like or just say this is historical. This is this and that. Oh, right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you know. You gotta, you gotta write all those, you know, all those synonyms. Yeah. So, Jacob, yeah. Uh, what happened this, this while we were away? The last episode was uh, Jurassic Farts. Remember that Jurassic yes. World? Uh, Cam- I have so to admit we, something. Let's go. But we haven't seen the movie since, though. Yeah, but I have to admit that it's watching the, it's clips, the modern movie syndrome, isn't it? Watching clips again. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know it's, it's weird. I think this always it's always like happens. Me with the keys. Can't conclusively <laughs> say, but it seems like. Um, 
all these modern films, when you watch them, at least for me, this is me speaking, uh, when I watch them, you know, I get into it while watching it. And then when I see it later, I go, ah, like, you know, I see, I see. I might have liked it a little bit too much and that kind of thing. But the weird thing is it happens to a lot of, a lot of modern movies. There are a few exceptions, though. Like Avengers, things like that. Bum, bum, bum. You know, that, that's a modern film well, I would consider. What, what happens when we watch Avengers 2 again? No, but Avengers 1. I'm talking about Avengers 1. Yeah, Avengers 1. Every I'm time saying, I watched I'm, it, I thought it was great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's exceptions. But it, like, or Iron Man. Relatively modern movies, you go see, like, ah, oh, it's pretty good. And then you watch it again, like, ah. Uh, I bet why? Tim watches Birdman every day. And he's like, it gets better and better. I see. No, The Room. You have to watch a thousand, no, a hundred times at least. Oh, is that what Tommy said? Yep, a hundred times at least. And you'll find the layers. Layers. Yeah. Lots of layers. Yeah. What do you think about the. Ant Man? I haven't seen The it. modern movie. Syndrome? Yeah. Does that happen I think to it's you? just a syndrome that happens. The reason why I like Jurassic World so much, and I can't say how I like it now because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I have to wait until it comes out on video. But um, I do have to say the only reason I liked it was because, you know, it just tapped into the, you know, into the, the childhood that I had. But I don't consider that a, uh, a, a worthy judgment of the product of the film itself you know what i mean right like if you would take a more objective even though because like look it's been it's been 15 years and i haven't seen anything jurassic park related and then suddenly people go paddock nine dun 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 and then uh the raptors from jurassic park one you know they don't have feathers or anything and it's like oh and then t-rex you know oh and then they're fighting together oh you know yeah that's what and that, you know, it's like something that you don't expect people to talk about anymore. And then and there it is, and it's there, and it, and it was satisfying when I watched it. Yeah, I can't say about it next time. You know what I mean? Like, think about when the sequel's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World Two: The Lost yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like for me, it's just I don't feel like you know I'm not going to be excited because I saw I, I had my fill of whatever they were trying JP. to dish out, and you know, there you go. Yep. Yeah. So, anything? Any other topic you want to slide through here? Mm-hmm. Well, we won't be here. That's why we're doing this podcast. Did I say that? Yep, you said that. Yeah, we'll be in. That's actually a, a joke from Cow and Chicken. Yeah, I know. They go to Canada and Monty starts singing in Star Spangled Banner. But in Canada, Canada, Canada. Huh? Not a bad joke. Yeah, so instead of being in Chicago, where we usually are in our high-tech studio, we'll be in, in Canada. Pretty short flight. <laughs> short flight. Just pop on over. Yeah. Pop on by. And that's why we're doing this now. So, you know, you know, we can relax. I can, I can read some stuff from something. Comic-Con. Nah, forget it. No, <laughs> no, no. no Comic-Con. No Comic-Con. Let's talk about something real, something relatable, something, something general, you know? Uh, peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Jacob, what is your take? What do you like about peanut butter jelly sandwiches? I really want to know. Um, I would say that some days are good, some days are bad. All right, so would you prefer the toast bread? What kind of toast bread would you prefer? <laughs> like, would you prefer, uh, like, a slice of fresh white bread, or would you get some wheat, or would you, would you get just normal toasty bread, but not toasted? What would you get? <laughs> is that your final <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. Um, I think it depends. I have to say, 
the toast, the toast and peanut butter and jelly is a little bit boring. I would say I would, if I could get my hands on, well, we have toast, like Wonder Bread, you know, where you can actually, you can eat the toast, the sliced bread. I think if I had that with um, peanut butter and jelly, that would be pretty decent. For Wonder Bread? I like actually just like Wonder Bread and peanut butter. Okay. If you're talking about peanut butter and jelly, just right. You know. would, you, would you cut the crust? Um, no. No. Okay, well, I happen to be eating <laughs> what? Every morning, I get myself a peanut butter jelly sandwich since we got some peanut butter. <laughs> nice. Just all kinds of different jams and jellies. It's <laughs> you, delightful. You like your peanut butter. Well, it's good because with toast, like toasted bread, yeah. and I toast it all the way up until it gets kind of black. Why? Because it's great. I love it. The, it's delicious. The burnt crunch. And Thomas Wack would know a little bit more about that because I can't. Do you, I always Thomas say I'll Wack be, eat toasted. No, no, he crunch. doesn't. But every time I go, like I got, I'll be right back. Make toast. <laughs> and so that's what I do, and uh, that's what I, that's that's kind of like what I what I you know what I eat these days, and yeah. and, and a glass of you know tall glass of ice cold milk. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Oh, uh, man, and then like the toast would be you know uh, black. No, it wouldn't be black. <laughs> <laughs> Pure black toast. It's, just, it's dead. It's, it's butter and butter and just <laughs> no. But the, like the like I said, the crust and the edges mm, would be black toast. And it's just so good. It's just crust. You know, when you when you oh, when you bite into it, goes, <laughs> what's so funny? It's just funny that this the description is so good. It's like and sometimes I would get crunchy peanut mm-hmm. butter. But sometimes it's smooth. But I th- I'm starting to like the smooth better because crunchy. Has I think all- crunchy depends on what brand. Right here are no good. <laughs> brands no here's a little peanut butter yeah unfortunately euro no sugar yeah oh sugarless. Emma, emma would just emma would love emma you're listening i like, no, su- no I like sugar peanut emma. Butter. i like sugar i have to eat sugar <laughs> sugar's good the sugar enhances everything <laughs> yeah just put sugar on everything <laughs> sugar Jacob, and salt. doesn't really do that sugar no. and salt no i don't but it's funny yeah speaking um, of uh, yeah that's a good. I mean, like the thing is, tall glass of depends. milk. Tall glass of milk. Ice cold. Do you like tall glass of milk? Sometimes you put it in the freezer for a little bit, for like twenty minutes. You just to chill it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the glass is all you know, all it's foggy. Frosty, yeah, frosty. so good. <laughs> oh. Um. Do you know I miss? I miss those um, chocolate milks. Well, we can. From we prairie can, farms well, or whatever. Maybe they have something like that in, in Alberta. Canada, da, da, da. Huh? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe you can try it. Yeah. Dude, do they have donuts there? They probably have Krispy Kremes. That's the thing about, Dunkin like, Jones. I don't know, like... Dunkin' D's! Canada seems like slightly America. Just waving your hand. Slightly America, but not quite. <laughs> it's like, not quite America. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> There's, like, some things that are there and some things that are Like, not whenever there. I start talking. And uh, I can identify. Yeah. You know, you can identify someone who's from Canada when they say, Absolutely. you know, like... Like, here, like, let's pretend you're Canadian. Yeah. And I'll talk to you. Like, right. so, talking about, you know... What your favorite? Um, like, so you like peanut butter jelly, right? Yes, I, I love peanut butter jelly. So, what's peanut butter about? What is that about? Well, okay, peanut butter is a really nice. It's really nice because uh, you can. T- it's it has that creamy consistency, and um, while that creamy consistency could sometimes like you know uh, have sugar in it, but uh, when I buy it at the store. You know, and then I come back to my house, and uh, that's when I realize, and I have to tell my parents, I'm sorry, because I just don't have the amount of sugar that they were wanting. What do you tell your mom? I say, sorry, mom. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, Are you from Canada? Yeah, how'd you know? 
Because you're going to your house. <laughs> your house. So, Canadians. Listen. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just sorry. This is. I think. I'm sorry. That, I'm I just think sorry. They were relatively correct in our assessment. I know people. People keep trying to dismiss it and say, "No, that's what Hicks say." But no. But it's fine. It's the Canadian accent. It's a good. Boot. What's wrong with it? I see nothing wrong with it. I see nothing wrong with a Canadian accent. It's just a different flavor of English. There's so many flavors in English. Yeah. New Zealand, Australian, British. The rising in fiction. And even the British accent, today's modern English accent, isn't the original British accent. So there are oh. no rules. Every accent goes. That's right. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah, you know. Anything goes, you know. So what do you think about books? I think they're awesome. Right, but what if, what if, what if the books, what if the books would uh, would suddenly just they they, they stop making well, books? Oh, you mean talking about the 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 Kindle, the Kindle, the Kindle book, Kindle controversy, Kindle. It's a big dilemma for me. Is it? Because I would love to buy more books, but if I buy more books, I have to store those books. Sure, buddy. Did you know that actually that um, there have been some studies the books that have are shown so nice. that um, reading books... The printing quality is nice. Uh, you have better retention when you read it, a physical book. Definitely. Because of the Definitely. amount of yep. your position, your location in the book, you can tell where you're at. Mm-hmm. And there's a psychological... Um, structure there where when you read a book you got a literal li- literal, you get towards literal, the end, literal pages literal pages you can tell yeah, physically em, where you are flip em, flip so pages. it's been shown that better retention than reading on a digital format mm-hmm. which is true I mean I've I've been reading some books on uh, my iPhone and it's uh, <laughs> you know it's it's convenient but it's, it's also right. kind of difficult because it's kind of like you know it's just flipping through pages but yeah. it's not a bad experience but I still think that books have their Filifu. their place but I think at the same time everything's gonna go digital the way of the dodo <laughs> well not everything everything's gonna go the way of the dodo I like libraries you like libraries I love libraries libraries are really good libraries wish, are great I wish there was more libraries here but but even if they did have libraries you go into library then um, you have old books and the old books will be really old and, that, and I'm saying pre-90s Old, well, and then um, you know they wouldn't have uh, they wouldn't have these new uh, these non-fiction books that I like to read with lots of pictures mm-hmm. in them, and those pictures would be pertaining to making of films, oh. <laughs> which is what I like to read. Nice. I, I rather like reading them. It's so cool. So cool. So cool. So cool. Hey, we have some questions. We do. I asked someone. <laughs> I asked someone off the street. No, I asked someone. Did I asked ask a. Uh, I asked our our warrior? fans, you know, who aren't responsive, which is okay because you know we don't have many, which is fine. But we got some questions, and uh, let's 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 check on our little our good old good old. Hey, Rachel Yates got married to Peter. Woo, woo! Congrats. Uh, okay, so yeah, Petra. Asks. Yeah. Patreon. Okay, go. Okay, this is very random. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> accurate. Is it Chinese? <laughs> is it, this is very random. <laughs> Jake. Jake. Bean. All right, come on, do the real question. Okay, this is very random. Random. But what is your favorite movie adaptation of a Shakespeare play? Well, I've only seen one. Ah, I haven't seen any. And that is Hamlet. 
Have you? The 90-whatever, late the 90s. With Chuckles Brunner? Kenneth Brunner. Ah, yes. We uh, few, we happy... Wait, no, is I that the right one? That, that one's Henry V. That's Henry V. I will admit that I do not know much about Shakespeare, but I, we did learn Shakespeare in school. Preposterous. And uh, I did find the um, modernization of the, tra- the, the modern translation of Shakespeare to be easier to understand. And so <sighs> when, we, when we were reading Hamlet, it was easier to follow the modern translation. And uh, I thought... You I liked, I liked Hamlet. I liked it. I thought it had some good themes. Which one's Hamlet? Some, Hamlet is the one where the famous to be or not to be speech is in. Horatio? Horatio. I knew him well, Horatio. Yeah. I can't remember. The plot is basically... It's, uh, was, is that... The prince of Denmark, I believe, is in his castle. And what is he? Is he next to the famous the, the warrior? Story, the story centers on <laughs> betrayal of his mom, and his his dad dies. Oh, okay. This is like yes, his dad dies, and, and then um, his dad's brother yes. marries his mom, yep. and he gets onto the throne. Yeah, many problems. And then he sees the ghost. And of Hamlet his dad. is like, "What is going on?" He's like, "I have to do something about this. this is insane." And he sees the ghost of his dad. He sees the ghost of his dad. Avenge me! I don't remember if he Avenge me! No! <laughs> I don't remember if he saw his ghost in the Kenneth Rogers. I can't remember. Um, yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I'm Clive Barker. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was interesting. I'm Clive Barker. Um, I'm Clive Barker. I, the adaptation... I, I wrote Hellraiser. Can you stop, please? <laughs> Thanks. The adaptation was, um, was, inter- was, more, it was easier to follow once I had read in class the modern translation. Because you know the the film is the original text. Oh yes, yes. And but they uh, had to they had to. I like take the movie. some stuff out, didn't they? Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna help. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> and uh, so to answer your question seriously, the adaptation I thought was rather well done. Uh, the framing was great on a technical point. Uh, they used seventy millimeter film for they the better. movie, so it's very kind of grand. Very expensive. Very expensive, very grand. I thought acting was great. Kenneth Branagh did a great job. Did he act as everybody? Of, he didn't, but he played a lot of... Um, he had a lot of monologues, because Hamlet has oh, a lot yes. of monologues. I bet he thought, knew it all by heart. Yes, and that, I think that's great, because it shows... Like he didn't even need the script. Here's the script. Ah, done. I yeah. know everything. No need. <laughs> and I thought it was great, because it, it showed that Kenneth Branagh uh, is very much passionate about Shakespeare's work, and I think that showed in his acting. And it felt like oh, he, cool. he was one of the the... the Actors he directed kind of like, it, right? Yeah, he directed it too. So again, shows his you know he re- he's really oh yeah he's really into the his his plays. And I thought it was um, which one's the I one thought he Keanu acted Reeves? out very well. Um, Much ado about nothing. That's a good question. I don't know. Much ado about nothing. Whoa! But I like though that oh, in the Levi. movie it kind of captures this um, bleak <laughs> bleak sense, and it also captures how Hamlet really in the film is the only person who is sane. And <laughs> he's the good. only person who is thinking about these tough questions where everyone else is relatively you know, selfish and they're doing their own things. And Hamlet is kind of like the moral center, even though he's an anti-hero in the story. He's kind of like always self-doubting. He's kind of, um, you know, he's questioning a lot of stuff. And like, I think at one point he wanted, I think that was the to be or not to be was kind of his like suicide um, to be speech. Or not to be. But I, can, I don't know if I'm remembering all this correctly. That is the question. But uh, I like that in the film it kind of nicely, visually as well, kind of portrayed this, um, I guess, the sense of loneliness of Hamlet. And Very he has cool. to deal with all this stuff. So that was cool, I thought. 
I remember I was watching like when was it twenty twenty eleven in high school senior oh, year. Okay. So that that's that's what I was I remember. wondering. Like, did you see this in two thousand six or something? No, t- twenty twenty eleven somewhere around there twenty ten. So, but yeah, I th- I would say that that's my favorite adaptation because it's the only adaptation <laughs> I've seen. Have we seen any other Shakespeare adaptations? Oh yes, I've also we watched in high school BBC earlier ones. sophomore year we watched. Um, the Leonardo DiCaprio oh, yeah. and Juliet and Claire Danes that was actually kind of interesting um, and with John Leguizamo it was so kind of a surreal take because mm-hmm. the again the text was the original text but it was in modern day Miami or something like that yeah and yeah so yeah. The, the the houses the families yeah they're all were kind of like mafia kind of organized crime yeah yeah uh, portray all of that so that was that wasn't that bad it was a little bit mm, I guess Hokey it felt pokey. a little bit um was late nineties? Yeah, it felt a little bit like maybe like they're Jill trying a little too hard to be kind of like oh you know this is gonna be edgy because it's modern and but again I thought that you could kind of understand the story with that as well so yeah I think that was it Ham- Hamlet Romeo and Juliet and I oh think... Hammy did you watch any did you watch Henry V I'm trying to think Jacob no I didn't watch Henry V I'm trying to I'm trying to think because this is just school I, I saw the BBC animated ones which are oh yeah downright freaky man the which one. It was a, yeah. Oh, no! You're talking about the BBC animated of what? Hamlet. Oh yeah. With yeah, the yeah. crazy. Oh, I know. I watched another version of animation? Hamlet. Okay. Well, I watched the Lion one with King. Mel Gibson. Really? Does he play in Hamlet? Let's see. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He does. And yep. uh, Glenn Close that. is in it. Yes, I watched that one as well. Around the same time as yeah. Romeo and Juliet, we watched yeah. as well in class. So that and, was my impression uh, of Glenn Close going. Yeah. Yeah. Not not as good as the not as good as the Kenneth Branagh one. No. Because uh, it's more. It felt more. Um, Silly. Hmm? Less, I think it was le- black and less white, heart. Actually. Less heart. I think it was black and white. Let me see. Well, can I talk about mine? Well, I just remember. finished answering my question. Okay. Hamlet. Uh, Don't get angry. Mel Gibson. Yep, that's the one. Okay, I'm done. So that's it. I would say Hamlet, late 90s version. Go. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, I watched, you and me, we both watched Akira Kurosawa's movies, and he adapts a lot of Shakespeare plays as well. The two of them that I remember seeing were Throne of Blood with uh, Toshiro Mifune, who played the king, and I think it was, he was getting betrayed. I don't remember Did what this, this was adapted off of. It was black and white. Got... Like, all these arrows just flew into oh, his I, face. I remember seeing the ending. And he dodged them, and it was real. No, he didn't dodge them. Well, he dodged some of them. Okay. <laughs> um, could, you, could you remind me what, yep. the, what, what play that was? Because I forgot. And then there's the other one, which I like a, a lot, called uh, Run. And it oh, was, that's the one we fell asleep. Yeah, you and Drew fell asleep because you don't have any taste <laughs> you for, have any or class. For, or class. And I watched the entire thing, really and good. it was based on King Lear. And uh, it was loosely based on it, so it wasn't, you know, like a heart, like a really, you know, uh, direct adaptation. But it was very visually impressive, and as Akira Kurosawa does, quite engaging. Once you get through the hurdle of, you know, the way it was shot. But you guys obviously didn't. You just fell asleep. Yeah, first 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> With that wide shot of that old man. Yeah, and his, and and his multicolored sons. Can't see anything. Yeah. <sighs> I thought it was cool, and I'd like to see it again. I wouldn't mind watching it now. When I'm not and, so tired. Uh, you know, and, and uh, the wife, who 
is mean to the king and mm-hmm. you know does stuff. Uh, I drew I drew a portrait of her, uh, which was pretty cool. I guess I think so. I don't know. Cool. What's the first movie you're talking about before Ran? Throne of Blood. There it is. What do you want to know about it? What's it? What's the play? Shakespeare. Macbeth. Macbeth. I want to shout Macbeth. Macbeth. We never play the fight. If anybody knows what that is. Who? Yeah. I mean, come on. Who doesn't know what that is? We'll play a clip now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we'll just link it downstairs. We will downstairs. <laughs> and, uh, well, now I'm on crazy mode for some reason. I'm getting Yujimbo. a Jumbo. I watched Jumbo with you. But that's not Shakespeare. I know, but it's... Uh, it's a good movie, though. And if they ever make a Star Wars uh, movie with Obi-Wan, uh, that's my pitch. We're making it like Yojimbo and Sanjuro. And the, the, I will direct it. Thank you. What's the film that Star Wars was loosely? Ian McGregor. On. Let's make it happen. Tunisia. Let's get hot. What? Uh, Hidden Fortress. Yeah, that's the one. That's loosely based. Star yeah, Wars yeah, 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 based yeah, yeah, yeah. Hidden Fortress. Well, there's the, the loosely based elements were the two bumbling people, which the were R two D two and C three PO. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that was that was the answer, I think, uh, for Petrachulli. Sweet. And uh, then, then like another it. one was by Yuri Gorupa, which is and which got two upvotes, which got two likes. Okay. <laughs> what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Well, he didn't specify if it was a European <laughs> or African oh. one, so oh! No. You dodged that one. Otherwise, he would have. Well, now he's dropping off the bridge. I don't know that. Yuri, sorry about that, pal, but I'm afraid you have dug your own. Grave. Dig a grave for you. Dig a dig, dig, dig a dig a dig. Dig a dig, dig, dig a dig a dig. So anyway, uh, what's happening with me? I'm, I don't have much to do, which is great, which is why I should be using my free time at the moment to work on the pitch video for our Kickstarter, which doesn't even have anything done yet. <laughs> like, I don't have any plan, like, what the thing was for, for the short film, which will be based off of Macbeth. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> um... You do. If you heard of Shakespeare's sequel, Macbeth Two, that came mm-hmm. out, it was lost and now it's found. Yes. And he actually made a he made a trilogy, the Macbeth trilogy. Oh yeah. And he released them <laughs> back then, and you know. Trying to start a franchise. We yeah, found, he was. We he found was, he wooden was the, action figures. He was the first to try to on Macbeth and Horatio. Yeah. Didn't work out though. No. Um, but yeah, I should be doing that. But he also made a fourth one. And we're not filming on September, which I think I exp- I. Said that we were. I don't, I don't remember, but we're not because it's too late for that. And I don't have any. We didn't like plan anything. We're still working on the story. Still yeah. trying to get it good. Get it good. Better to keep working on it and get it really good than just go. Okay, no, no, no. Let's just let's keep it how it is and just keep going and move on. Right? No, I agree. No, I don't want to do that. No. <sighs> um. Let's see. Um. That was a bit of news. News flash. News flash. It's true. It's true. News flash. Today was crap for me because I felt. Inadequate and unhappy. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, I think most it feels of like I do these things for people, and I don't. I don't feel like I'm being. I don't feel like I'm being. Uh, well, I mean, I th- accepted I think, that much. Hmm. Hmm. It's a difficult thing, you know. I think most creative people. Well, go it's, it's just a feeling. I know. Most uh, people. Creative no blame to anybody, through. but you know. <laughs> I know, but most people go through that, I think, and I think the only thing to do is just to 
fart. Keep going. Yep. And Keep I going. think you shouldn't. And don't. I think what I found is actually been interesting for me is that uh, a good way to look at it is try when you're creating something. Try to set the bar at trying to impress yourself. Oh. And that's pretty much it. That's the way I look at it. And if I impress myself and I go, wow, I, I didn't know I did that, then I think I've done, I've done my job. But okay, if I feel like, that sounds good. But if I feel like I'm impressing others, then I think that's a never-ending never road. Because right. it'll be, these people like this, people useless. So <laughs> maybe look at it that way. I think that, that has helped me. Maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't think you know, of that. And so just think about it that way, and maybe that, maybe that might help you. Right, right. Mm. So... What do you think? Well, since we don't have any more questions, the only other question was Tim saying, "Why am I not in the podcast?" Well, because well, you know, cousins are over. Can't can't send messages. Maybe I should call him and be like, "Tim, we'll record it." Tim, I'm not a monster, Tim. Oh, in other news, our Lord of the Rings dub got taken out. Oh yeah, by but, you know, it was it was unfortunately I expected this. Yeah, but it was on for three years. It was good. Uh, we got 557,000 views. That's pretty amazing. Over half a million. That's pretty amazing. Couldn't they just have let us just made it to... To a million? Yeah, then we could yeah. be like... Million viewer. You can take it down now. Million views. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't negatively voted. That's good. Great. But there were, of course, those... The negative votes that no, were like, comments. this isn't the real one. Upload full movie, please. I upload full Why movie. is this not full movie? <laughs> that's right. Uh, but that's okay. Go? I mean, I'm just going to go and upload it back at some point. Uh, yeah. Higher res, a little bit higher res, um, on a different channel. So, okay. I don't, so I don't get any any problems. Copyrights. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to watch out for those. Um, yeah. Well, uh, there's kind of like, though, it was funny because it, like, it was already the end of the dubbing era, era when we uploaded the... Yeah, it was already thing. over. And so, but yeah, care about dubbing. Might things. as well have it though for for others. For preservation. For others to maybe maybe if I upload it again, it'll be even more popular. I don't know. Maybe someone might pick it up. <laughs> That's kind of fun to watch, though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it's just funny how it's really long. Remember when we watched it one time? With Drew? Yeah. It yeah, really, it was, it's, <laughs> like, it's amazing that other people can watch it, though. Halfway there. It's tough. So, yeah. Um, uh, in other news, um, we'll watch episode two in August at some point. That's cool. Um, you know, have our own, have our retelling of episode two which is fun yep. got a lot of little uh, annotations and notes uh, because we experienced watching it in theaters unlike the original trilogy because we weren't born uh, and yeah and then you know that kind of stuff's happening wow I just, everything turned really mellow now episode two attack of the clones why 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 mellow like I was all energetic and I was annoying you when you were talking it's okay because I was talking that's why you're annoying me <laughs> I didn't annoy you when you were talking about your iPhones, uh, your oh, that's true. Mac Mac phone books. I <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so, um, um, I'm so great. I'm so great. 
I'm so great though. Ooh, this air conditioning's so good. I wonder how the sound will go. It'll probably be like, hello. It'll be this quiet, like, it'll be tiny, tiny voices in the background. Yeah, I hope not. Um. Hey, we finished our Hobbit humping commentary. Have oh, we yes, talked we did. about that? Did we talk about that ever? No. All right, so let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning, to 2013 in March, where we decided to record our commentary with our cousin Tim. Uh, oh, and, you know, to watch the, the Hompin films, the, the Hobbit films, as they came out one by one throughout 2013 and still pending. It look, the last one will be November 2015, you know, um, which will be the extended of the third film. And we watched all of the films, all the editions, extended, theatrical for each of them. So right now we have, we're on five five different versions and we were we put uploaded them all on this uh secret page called humpencommentary.phildragish.com um something about that is that this was a journey that we took recording our actual commentary and reactions watching the hobbit films for the first time since seeing it in the theater and i've never seen them since but uh this was our second time watching the theatricals and our first time watching the extended scenes and our last. I mean, I've never seen them since then. Right. Um, and what I did was made commentary highlights, which is sort of like a shortened version of us watching the films, but just taking out uh, the boring bits and just, you know, emphasizing the more funnier little quotes and stuff that we have while watching the films. And while we did that, I added some, you know, nice little flares so you don't get bored listening to yeah. us talk. And I think it's appropriate to finally announce that and where it is. So it's hompincommentary.phildragish.com. It'll be on the annotations on our yeah, podcast link and all that. Hopefully, um, hopefully it plays and everything. I and think uh, yeah, I'll, okay. upload, upl- I'll upload the uh, Schmaug stuff. That one's kind of buggy. And it's, yeah, it's all there. And yeah. just very excited to finally show it to you guys. It's been since t- March 2013 we've been watching these movies. I'll say the best would be if you just maybe on the desktop might be the best to view it. Like on a computer versus a phone. Right. Maybe. Because it's kind of... Because <laughs> we made a website ourselves, right? Yeah. It's not like it's on YouTube I or anything. I didn't really finish the mobile thing. But yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, I mean, I, if you guys want to go down memory lane and if you like the movies, you'll be very upset and angry at us. But if you didn't care about the movies and you're watching this, maybe it'll give you a few lighthearted chuckles <laughs> as you <laughs> watch us talk about yeah basically no i think the thing to remember is that we just basically 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 Basically. the end the end uh we just hit play (laughs) and we just talked (laughs) we just talked whatever and it was our reaction again reaction because we haven't seen it since yeah and so basically it's just us um saying whatever comes to mind when we're watching the films hey is it midnight almost yeah and so that just keep that in mind you know all our opinions are our own and it's just <laughs> bunch Good of old fashioned bunch fun. of reactions, and that's pretty much it. I have these books, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a book about film. Let's check it out. Too bad no one can see it, but I can. Oh, I love this lazy episode. This is just <laughs> yeah, nothing. It's great, though. I mean, I want to keep it. I want to try editing as little as I can, so people yeah, can really see. Neil. 
What? Except for the email. Except for the email, right. So I got this at film school. Uh, it's called yeah. Understanding Movies, 10th edition. There's a huge picture of uh, Sean Penn getting, uh, you know, he's kind of like beating up a bunch of cops. Yeah. Okay, well, he's not. Um, he's just getting restrained by a bunch of cops as he is angry. It's uh, written by Louis Gianetti. And uh, it's quite... Oh, look at this. I flipped the page, and there's a great big picture of publicity photo for Much Ado About Nothing oh. with Michael Keaton. Hey, Keanu wow. Reeves. Robert Sean Leonard. Good guy. Kate Beckinsale <laughs> with her big eyebrows. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Whoa. Kenneth Branagh. Man of the hour, every hour, and Denzel. Directed by Branagh. And he's actually talking about publicity photos. Publicity photos often feature performers who look directly into the camera, inviting us to join their world, seducing us with their friendly smiles. Of course, during the movie itself, actors almost never look into the camera. Jacob. Listening. We are merely allowed to be voyeurs while they studiously ignore our existence. They do not look at the fourth wall. But when they take publicity photos, woo! Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cool information, you know. It tells you about shots and composition and storytelling and has lots of great black and white photos of all kinds of different movies from all kinds of uh, eras and years and all that stuff. So it's called Understanding Movies, 10th edition, and, you know, it's pretty good. I, I read a few things back. <laughs> I read it. It was cool. I, I like it. the whole it. thing? Most of it. I mean, like, when, you know, like, when you... When you have to go to bed and you don't, mm-hmm. and you just bring a book with you, I did that and I read a bunch. It's great. See, talking about Edward Scissorhands, the main appeal of studio sets is usually their lack of reality. Best illustrated in such fantasy films as Edward Edward Scissorhands. Studio sets like these allow the filmmaker to create a magical, ethereal world, one where nothing is left to chance. Tim Burton is one of the foremost expressionists of the contemporary cinema. Do you agree with this, Jacob? More time, last part. Tim Burton is one of the foremost expressionists of the contemporary cinema. Do you agree with this, Jacob? Not enough data to answer. A conjurer of magical worlds of color, light, and myth and imagination. At least this person knows how to speak English. His words are created in sealed-off confines of the studio, far removed from the contaminations of prosaic reality. I agree. I think it's pretty good. As I flip... Oh, there we go, another one. There we go, and look, Lion King, big old picture of Lion King. See, it's the group photo, it's a publicity shot. Oh, publicity shot. They're inviting you to their world. (laughs) And uh, there's like... (coughs) Young Simba and Mufasa and Timon. Even though Mufasa's alive, he's supposed to be dead. I mean, you know, rambling. Oh, there we go. Hannah and her sisters with Mia Farrow, <coughs> Barbara Hershey, and Diane West. Directed by Woody Allen. Of course! Who would have thought? I mean, seriously. I mean, look. And then this guy... Is like writing is like prostitution. First, you do it for the love of it, then you do it for a few friends, and finally you do it for the money. Oh, he's French, of course. I'm lousy at French. I'm lousy at French. It's not even writing. I mean, it's like drawing. I don't feel like doing it for anybody anymore. 
Phil's done. <laughs> done. Yeah. Citizen Kane ushered an era of flamboyant visual effects in the American cinema. Do you know whose favorite film Citizen Kane is? No. Tommy Wazo. Oh, yes, Tommy Wazo. It all goes back to Tommy Wazo. I'm trying to see something interesting in this book that I can, exp- I can explain, you know? Like Any Given Sunday. Have you seen that film? No. Nah, because it's without Al Pacino. We want to die Al Pacino. Uh, but there's this movie. No, 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 wait. I haven't seen any given... You've seen The Hidden Fortress. I Most filmmakers bemoaned the advent of widescreen in the 1950s, almost as much as they bemoted sound in the late 1920s. Just like they bemoted 3D now. <laughs> but guess what? 3D's back on track. It's dominating. No, it's not. No one cares. It's done, I think. We won! Yay! But home 3D. No, no, just kidding. No, I think that's The room 3D. Rubbish. The, the room, it all comes back to the... Okay, uh, so Bezant, another realize, realists embrace the innovation as yet another step away from the distorting effects of montage. Widescreen tends to de-emphasize depth in, fl- in favor of breadth. Breadth. But Bezant believed that, in, that in a horizontal presentation of the visual materials could be more democratic, less distorting, even than deep focus, which is tend to emphasize visual importance. Yes, uh, you know, that's just how it goes. Just how it goes. Sleepless in Seattle with Tom Hanks. Written and directed by Nora Ephron. Ephron's romantic comedy is a winsome combination of the contemporary with the traditional. This double perspective is best illustrated by the songs of the soundtrack. Many of them are classic tunes of the 1940s, but sung by today's singers, such as In the Wee Small Hours of the Morning, sung by Carly Simon. Yeah, she's very contemporary. When I Fall in Love, a sweet duet sung by Celine Dion, the Canadian, and Clive Griffin. Another standards, other standards are sung by great singers in the past, like as Time Goes By, sung by Jimmy Durante, A Kiss to Build a Dream On by the incomparable Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Louis? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Hey, so Louis interesting Armstrong. about Louis Armstrong. Is that, <laughs> Here we go. Go. <laughs> is that, um, so I was watching the uh, documentary um, Sonic Highways by the Foo Fighters, or directed by Dave Grohl. Almost done. It's interesting, speaking of television shows, uh, guess how long it took me? I'm not even finished with Sonic Highways. The the show came out in October of 2014. Eight episodes. I finished seven, and it's July 2015. Awesome. As you can tell, I take my time with these TV shows. Well, so do I, man. Um, yeah, I was watching the uh, the the show, which is a very interesting show. I would recommend if you like if you like um, yeah, I'd say if you like um, yeah, rock and roll. I think in general. Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool um take on uh, musical history uh throughout the US and US cities in uh cities in the US. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh there was an episode of New Orleans and they were talking about Louis Armstrong. And there is this place in New Orleans called uh Preservation Hall, which is I think I don't know how old it is. I think it's maybe more than 50 years old. And at that place they they try to keep kind of the musical culture of New Orleans alive and they have all kinds of bands uh, play there every day um, 
and the curator, the owner of Preservation Hall, which I think um, he is like the third generation owner or something like that, he was talking about Louis Armstrong. And he said, he said Louis Armstrong. I was like, what is this? I right. thought it was Louis Armstrong. Really? I always thought it was Louis. Went online to the official Louis Armstrong website, and they said that Louis Armstrong, um, he was called Louis Armstrong, and he referred to himself as Louis Armstrong in the early era of his career, but then later he said Louis, so no one knows. But I think most people say Louis, I think. I, I used to say Louis. But anyway, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at, uh, you know, ideology. This is the chapter okay. 10. What can you tell me about The left-center-right model. Okay. Oh, they're just talking about ideologies. Okay. In film? Yeah. A lot of different uh, examples, you know. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Wizard of Oz, you know, you know, you know, you know. So you remember the Scarecrow, Jacob? Scarecrow. What? If um, I only had a brain. No. Yes, yes, of course I do. Played by Ray Bolger. Bolger. Ray Bolger. Formalism luxuriates the artificial. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. Oh, the air conditioner's going away. Yeah, well, good riddance. It's free country. You can go away if it wants. You know, flying lions, Muppets from space. Okay, guys, let me let me see. What do you guys know about RoboCop? All right, that was your chance to talk to the screen. That's what you know. Robo- Call in. What's the theme for RoboCop? I just remembered. Close, close, actually. It was like... Robocop. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the movie The Godfather Part 2? Yes, I have. Have you? Do you remember that one part where Fr- <laughs> got killed? Whoa, spoilers! Oh, Philip, I don't know if we can spoil this. Um, Yeah, very serious film. I like it. I, like I think it's better this, than the I first like one. I see the, the second one again. It's long. It's long. But, um... You know, that's what I associate with the, 200 Minutes. Huh? I just see Michael Corleone's face. Oh, you mean Michael? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's because a, he's on the DVD cover, and it said running time 200, 200 minutes. I remember, and yeah, and my, uh, Vito, Vito, Corleone, yeah, he's in the first. Uh, and the third one, I forgot everything about the third one. No one should remember the third one. Thanks very much. What if it's actually good? What if you watch it again? Like, oh, this is pretty good. Uh, Who knows? Uh, Who knows? There'll be a time. But you know about all the wonderful Italian films. No, like eight and a half, and the ice, like in La Strada. Unfortunately, I don't. I'm not very familiar. They're both with Fellini films. Federico Fellini. Fellini. Do you remember Fellini? Of course. And we then look, eight and a half. Yeah. I remember it. Of course. I'm just. I'm afraid I'm not well versed in uh, film history. As much as I'd like to. Virtually all Italian movies are dubbed after the footage has been photographed and sometimes even after it's been edited, which explains the uh, the 
this realness. Now, Fellini selected his players according to their face, body type, or personality. Like many Italian filmmakers, he often used foreign actors, even in major roles. The American Richard Basehart spoke his lines in English during the film's production once shooting was completed. Fellini hired an Italian actor with the same vocal quality to dub in the character's voice. How about that? What do you, what do you think about doing that? You know, a similar thing happened to Jason with Jason and the Argonauts, where the actor was not the same as the guy who did the voice. Yeah, that's it, yeah. it worked, though. Uh, I thought. It did. And mm. uh, just like what Federico Fellini does with his, uh, these older Italian films from the 19 Maybe uh, in Jason and the Argonauts, they're like during the, watching Fellini films. Fellini Friday, like, gets get together <laughs> watching Fellini films. Like, oh, yeah. this is really cool. And, uh, man, <clears throat> what if Sorry. we did that now? I think we should try all kinds of stuff. But then again... It's true, like you it's true we usually talk about blockbusters and I think blockbusters have much less wiggle room. Yeah, do, you don't do so that. So we can't even like there's all kinds of movies being made. They're independent and trying all kinds of stuff. Oh look at this. And Hamlet. We're talking Ooh, about Kenneth Branagh. Directed by Kenneth. Read some of that. Since we're there. Above all, British actors have perfected the art of reciting highly stylized dialogue. Hey, we're talking about that. The language of Shakespeare, Wilde, and Shaw without violating the believability of the characters. Because of their great literary heritage, British performers are almost universally considered unsurpassed masters of period styles of acting. Kenneth Branagh! Chuckles Branagh is one of the leading Shakespearean actors of his generation. (laughs) No, duh. Yeah. In the grand tradition of Laurence Olivier and Orson Welles, Orson Welles, Maha, the French, he is also a gifted stage and film director. His ambitions uncut version of Hamlet, though not too long, is filled with bravura flashes of brilliance. Such as this California scene near the time. end of Act Two, where Hamlet, totally disgusted by the decadence of the court and seethes at his own lack of resolution to do something, anything, to avenge his father's murder. Boom. Boom, boom. Ah. In the acting profession, playing Shakespeare is considered the artistic summit. If you can act in Shakespeare convincingly, the argument goes, you can act in anything. Because Shakespeare was like some kind of superhuman from, from space. Yeah, he was an from, alien. From Tommy Wiseau's planet. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Shakespeare requires the broadest range of an actor's technical skills and artistic insight, Shakespeare's language is 400 years old and so archaic that even highly literate people are likely to miss as much as a fourth of the dialogue. Which is true, because I tried... I tried reading Beowulf and it was just, I couldn't, I had to read it it's over really and hard. over and over and over and over until I finally understood well, what was going plus, on. And plus phrases, phrases are totally different. Yeah. Um, to recite the language clearly, which itself is no easy feat, is absolutely mandatory, but that's not enough. The dialogue must be spoken with feeling by flesh and blood human beings. That's a lot tougher. Take Hamlet's final speech at the end of Act 2 when he gives vent of his to his self-contempt for not avenging his father's murder. Oh, let's do it. Why, what an ass am I? This is most brave. That I, the son of a dear mother, prompted to my revenge by heaven and hell. 
must like a whore unpack my heart with words, and, a f- and fall a-cursing like a very drab. A scallion! Fire upon it! Hamlet's friend enters the scene. Oh! What's wrong, Hamlet? Why, this vile crackadence of tonight's post cat has not been a crave for thine sith. What's, what's bothering you, mate? <laughs> Forsooth, my brother. It's with not thine hand that we must fight for this right. I'm going to grab a Coke. It's a vending machine. You want something? Why do you be fixed with my feelings for this woman that I now say with my face? I see you later, Hale. I'll be back. No! <laughs> be not gone, fair Jacob. Come back to me. All right, I'm back now. Now tell me, what was thy question, forsooth? You want a Coke or a Sprite? What a question. Coke or a Sprite? (laughs) Certainly. Tis one of the same. Tis not Coke the same as one's so... so different than in mine. Looks and behaviors I do not understand, which sprite through heaven and hell unpack with my words, a fall and a cursing, a very drab looking help. So, sprite, be off, bring to me what thy thinketh is the greatest of the two. Okay, I'm gonna sprite for myself. And- for tonight shall be the end of this postcat, and we shall bid thee farewell. End scene. And I think that's it. That was I think beautiful. Done. I think with that, that well, that bombshell, I bid you adieu and good day. This was a very special cast, but we had nothing to talk about, not at all. I know. We had I, think, I think it was great, though. I think it was fun. It was chilled. So I think we said everything, and like we will see look. you sometime in August, far away. We'll see. What if we made a best of? A best of, yeah. I'm not going to go through <sighs> all the... Dude, who's going to go through that? <laughs> Timmy. Tim. Frank Island. <laughs> yeah, Frank, compile the best of. Compile the best of! <laughs> Do it, man! I'll, we'll make a best of compilation. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Whatever. If you feel like it. Sure. You don't, don't have to. All right, well... Catch you later. So, Do we have any songs? I think we need a song. I got one. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I remember that one. Now I don't have any songs. Do you have any songs? Do you have any songs? Forsooth. Do you have any songs? It's a good question, Jacob. I don't know. I'm thinking. Whatever. I'm going to put a song at the end, and whoever it's going to be, it's going to be there, and it's going to be a song, and it's going to be great, and you're going to love it, and it's a good conclusion to, you know, Summer Slam. <laughs> Summer Slam. All right, partner, keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. <laughs> uh-huh. What, what, you want to say something? Anything else? No. It's, it's only been an hour 30. Huh, that was two and a half. Unfortunately. Here we go. Why unfortunately? Well, I thought we could cram this into two hours. You want me to t- read more from this book? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> okay. We're good. Hour and a half is fine. What's wrong with All that? All right, cool. It's good. All right. There's no need. Do we need him? Do we need him? That's fine. Whatever time. All right, thanks. Well, this was Phil. I'm signing off. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Uh-huh. See you later. Later.
It's fine. Hey, ho! Ready to try again? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four.